0: Thanks for listening now to Until All Have Heard with Ed Cannon, president of the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepard. Hey, from time to time, um, we have a guest join us here on the podcast, but today we're just going to tell a listener story. We've got uh, such tremendous feedback from listeners. Let, let's remind our listeners how many responses we get every year from people who tune into various FEBC broadcasts.
1: Well, actually, Wayne, it's a very difficult number to manage. It used to be pretty easy. 30 years ago, FEBC measured the number of letters we received Uh handwritten letters in literally dozens of different languages from listeners. So it was an easy number to manage. But now we get letters, we get emails we get text messages, we get social media responses, we get phone calls. And so it's hard to manage the number. We have a researcher who actually does a full year report and has collectively come up with a number that says last year, it was well over 150
0: million. No way. Is that? Oh my goodness. I haven't heard that latest number.
1: Uh, yeah. And we disqualified a number of the responses because we said, you know, maybe a text message isn't really a response. Yeah. It could be a robot. But anyway, it's, it's so that's over, a conservative estimate. It's a very conservative estimate of over 150 million various responses from well, around the world.
0: Praise God for that, because it is God's message that's being proclaimed uh, through these broadcasts that they're responding to.
1: And that's why they're responding. We take no credit for that. We simply put uh, broadcasters behind microphones on various platforms and speak God's Word. And the power of God's Word is what's resulting in a number of people wanting to find out more about the Bible, wanting to know more about Jesus, and wanting to know about how they can come to faith.
0: Yeah. Well, even though those millions of messages are read uh, by staff around the world, we see a few of them at least. And the ones that come to us are just so inspiring. And we're going to share one of those stories here today.
1: So this story, Wayne, comes from a Mian listener. That's an ethnic minority group that we've been broadcasting to in Southeast Asia for probably 50 years uh, recently, uh, we've even stepped off into social media broadcasting to the me and listeners. But that's—I'm ahead of the story. Why don't you start, Wayne? And, okay. and, and and read this letter to our listeners.
0: Yeah, well, let's tell this story together. I'll, I'll begin. This okay. me and listener says, "Hello, teachers." And by the way, I love that uh, that greeting. We often hear mm. from this people group, don't we? Mm, Hello, yeah. teachers. I've been listening to FEBC programs for five or six months now. It reminds me of my early experiences with God through the radio. At that time, it was very difficult. There was violent oppression from the government, but we stood firm in our faith. We never stopped listening to FEBC programs because that was the only way we could get to know God.
1: You know, Wayne, it's interesting because we've heard that from so many different listeners in so many different countries. And, and I need to explain, it's because they don't have churches, They don't have pastors. In many cases, a lot of our listeners don't have access to a printed Bible. Mm -hmm. So the only way they can hear about the gospel is through radio broadcasts. So this listener goes on to say, Sometimes we would go into the forest and listen to the radio to get away from the eyes of undercover policemen who were watching our every move.
0: Just stop there for a moment and think about that picture. We take radio so for granted in this country, mm. and yet here's a listener who's willing to go out into the forest and mm. listen secretly.
1: Mm. Uh, to get away from the eyes of undercover policemen who yeah. are watching wow. our every move. What danger. a difficult mm-hmm. way to live. Let's go on, Wayne. He says, some people were arrested and falsely accused and put in prison. Some people were flogged and told to stop believing in God. Some people were cheated and taken advantage of when they tried to carry out their business. We could not stay in the village any longer. We had to leave everything and flee to the
0: South. So we're not making this up. This is a real listener testimony that came to the Far East Broadcasting Company. This me and listener says, after 10 years, we finally were free to worship God. Now we can worship Him and spread the gospel. We have homes land to work on, we were beginning to gain wealth. Then our church grew weaker. Fewer people went to church because they were spending their time seeking worldly things. When I started listening to the radio again, I was reminded of my faith in God at the very beginning. You want to pick it up there?
1: Yeah. Uh, just let's hold that thought for a second. So the man has for years now listened. He's endured great difficulty in his faith He's continued to listen to the radio. He's had to move. And when he moved, uh, he and other people in his community began seeking to gain wealth, focusing on worldly things. Then he says, I was reminded of my faith in God at the very beginning. Hmm. He goes on to say, that first love, I started tearing up. FEBC radio never left us. But instead— It was us who stopped listening to the word of God through the radio. We took comfort in knowing that we had a church. We have a pastor who preaches every day. We worship God at church every week. But why is our faith weakening? Our children are growing more distant from God. It seems like what we are doing today is not passing on our faith to the next generation. Please pray for us. Many churches are like ours. I thank God that today I have a chance to talk to you and I will continue to listen to your radio program. You know, Wayne, FEBC never wants to replace the pastor or the church with a radio broadcast. But one of the things that's very personal to me is in addition to going to church on Sunday, having our lives filled with the Word of God every single day, maybe in the morning, and in the evening, maybe in the morning and at lunch and in the evening. Participating in God's word is a very important element for me personally. And I think I hear that in this man's voice. Yeah. As life gets more complicated and changing, uh, the absence of having God's word in your life every day is what's allowed this man to slip away from his first love, And that word first love takes us right back to the book of Revelation Mm -hmm. and the letter to the church at Ephesus. Jesus says, But I have this against you, that you have left your first love. Therefore, remember where from where you have fallen and repent, and do the deeds that you did at first, or else I'm coming to you and will remove your lampstand. What a great lesson, and it's lived out in this man's letter. He loved the word when he first heard it. He ran into the forest, put his life at risk for what reason? So that he could hear the word of God because he knew that was his first love. The world can come in and seek in uh, pursuing wealth, pursuing the things of this world That, too, can pull you away, just like persecution can from God's Word and, more importantly, from the love of God's Word. Then the man saw the evidence of that. His faith was weakening. His children were growing distant from God. And yet he says, I will continue to listen to your radio program. See, he understands the value of of pursuing his first love.
0: Isn't it interesting, Ed, that the same enemy of the church that we see at work in our culture is working against the church in his culture. The huh. world is creeping into the church, mm-hmm. making them less mm-hmm. interested in spiritual things. So as we read mm-hmm. this story, it's not mm-hmm. just his story, it's our story as well. We have many times lost our first love.
1: It's really interesting to think, Wayne, isn't it, uh, about persecution, you know? He's being flogged because he's listening to Christian radio. That's obvious, and those are the kind of things that you struggle against. It's these more subtle things like pursuit of wealth and distance from the church that are just as powerful tools of Satan to pull us away from our first love of God. And obviously, yeah, it doesn't just happen here It happens around the world in every culture.
0: Mm -hmm. So as we have this ministry in in these places, in this case in Southeast Asia, to this people group, the Mien uh, people, um, what are your thoughts about, you know, where does it go from here? What happens next?
1: Well, you know, well, I just keep on reading in that very letter to the church of Ephesus, he goes on to say, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is in paradise of God. So, God gives us the command. If you've got an ear, listen. Continue to listen to God's word. Continue to obey my word, and I will grant you life in paradise. God's promise is not just for eternal life. God's promise is the joy in this earth, the avoidance of the kind of things that this man is concerned about. His children are growing distant from God, and he's getting consumed with the things of this world. God will eliminate those things from your life when you continue to pursue him. And how do you continue to pursue him? Let him who has an ear
0: listen. Yeah. Keep on keeping on. And isn't it humbling to hear a story like this and know that, uh, you know, not just our efforts, but the, the the partnership we have with people around the world who support FEBC, we're all together making a difference in, in this case, in this story, and in countless others besides.
1: And right from the very mouth of this listener, one of the last sentences in his letter is, please pray for us. Yeah. So we as a collective body of believers around the world need to pray for each other. This man is a believer. He's endured some very difficult circumstances. He's a true follower of Jesus Christ. He's asking us to pray for him so that they will continue to have an ear to listen to God's Word. Yeah. It's a great lesson for us as well, Wayne. Yeah,
0: so let's be faithful, and let's pray for them right now. Would you do that? Let's pray for this uh, this this listener, these uh, these folks in this church, and uh, the request that he's made here.
1: Yeah, thanks, Wayne. Lord, uh, we hear a story of a man who's run from undercover policeman who is watching his every move, so that he can listen to your word on the radio we we hear in his letter that people are being flogged and told to stop believing in god christians are being cheated out of their businesses uh, and they cannot stay in their own village any longer and they have to leave everything they have to pursue their faith lord we pray for people like this we we ask a blessing upon them so that their persecution might be light, and more importantly, Lord, so they never walk away from their faith. And those of us who don't have to endure such difficult situations, Father, we thank you for the privilege that we have to live in a place where we're free to worship you, where we have radio stations where we can hear your word, where we have Bibles, where we have pastors, and we have Christian community. But Lord, don't allow us to take these things for granted. From the lesson we've heard from this man, the desires of the world, the pursuits of secular things can pull us away from our faith. So keep us, Lord, with an ear that's tuned to listen to your word, lest our faith weaken. And Lord, we pray for every Christian around the world today at the request of this listener in this remote Region of the world, a Mian language listener, Lord, pray for us that our faith is strong and, and that we will continue to listen to your word, maintain our faith in your son, and have confidence in the promise that you have given us that one day we will join you in paradise. Thank you, Lord, for your word, your son, and the promise of salvation as we repent of our sins and turn to him.
0: Amen. Amen. Ed Cannon, president of the Far East Broadcasting Company. If we haven't said it yet, thank you to our many supporters who not only financially make it possible for this ministry to continue, Ed, but they also listen faithfully to uh, these podcasts and our radio broadcasts. And we're just so very grateful for all of our friends.
1: We are, Wayne, and we're just so blessed that we've been given the privilege and the resources to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ in over 150 languages in 50 countries and pray that we have listeners that come to faith. Yep.
0: Yeah. That's Ed Cannon. And our website is febc.org. We hope you'll go there. There are rich resources there that can help you pray more effectively for these countries of the world we talk about and other resources as well. So check it out, febc.org. Thanks to Jonathan Ortiz and Joe Carlson, our producers for this session of Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company.